If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I wanna make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven-figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pulled back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3X increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from 8,000 per month, for example, to 20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Quantum Revenue Expansion, where we keep you motivated, inspired, and thinking big. Up-leveling into quantum revenue is a choice that we can all make in any moment and then continue to make that choice to stay in that space each day. On this podcast, Ursula will share revenue growth strategies to reach your next level and introduce you to CEOs just like you who are making it happen. What's your next quantum leap going to be? See it, own it, and take that first step. If this is you, then Ursula wants to invite you to join us at the next 2X Intensive now. Go to salescoachnow.com slash apply. You're listening to Quantum Revenue Expansion with your host, Ursula Menchez. Let's go. Quantum Revenue Expansion podcast listeners. I'm super excited to announce that I am offering a masterclass for free. Yes, it's complimentary to all of our listeners and all the awesome people in our community. If you go to thebeliefstone.com, that's T-H-E, thebeliefstone.com, and we'll definitely share the link in the show notes, you can learn all about this masterclass. And it's really, and I'm just looking at my, my notes and the things I wanted to share with you, it's really for anyone, any CEO who's ready to activate new beliefs about 2Xing, 3Xing, 4Xing, or 10Xing your revenue this year. So if you've been feeling a little bit stuck, not sure why, and maybe you keep hitting an income ceiling, and it's like, you're just like, what is that? It's probably a subconscious belief. And I wanna help you bust through those beliefs so you can easily get to the next level this year. And a couple of things we're gonna cover. It's, it's gonna happen over a week in May, and during the masterclass, we're first going to clarify your revenue and professional goals. I'm going to help you get crystal clear on what you want, because if you're not clear, it can't show up. Then we're going to identify and release your number one limiting belief that's getting in your way right now, that's holding you back from 2Xing or 3Xing. And finally, I'm going to show you how to collapse time and create a plan to get to that next level even faster. And these are things that I've really learned over the last few years that have helped me catapult my business. So super excited to have you join us. Go to thebeliefzone.com, completely free, my gift to you. Come and play with us and really activate those beliefs that'll take you to the next level now. Hey there, and welcome back to Quantum Revenue Expansion, where you can make your 
annual income become your monthly income. So excited to have you back. And I have a power packed show today, which I'm excited to share with you. A lot of you have asked me to talk about manifesting. And most recently, I manifested a vacation home. I should say it was a co-creation, myself and my husband. We've been wanting to manifest this for a while and it showed up. So I'm going to share my process with you and also how I get support from coaches and others around me. And I'm also going to dig into my book, The Belief Zone. This is the new uh, second edition of it and just some little updates we made and some cool things. So I'm excited to take you through that process. You can certainly get the book if you want to, you don't have to, but if you feel called, there's lots of other great information in there. And it's, it's really the process that I go through to manifest whatever it is I want to create next to my business. With that, a couple notes. If you haven't yet, um, we would love, love um, a review from you. A review on iTunes or wherever you're listening would be amazing. And after you leave us a review, you can go to salescoachnow.com um, forward slash, I got to figure out what's the right for, oh yes, forward slash giveaway. <laughs> salescoachnow.com forward slash giveaway. So then you can put your review in there after you've left it and we send you some cool gifts, including my book, One Great Goal in a Digital Copy. Also, if you've been thinking about the 2X intensive, we've had so many clients get amazing results and they are 2Xing and 3Xing plus plus their revenue while shaving 10 or more hours off their work week. One of our clients even took 21 hours off her work week, which turned into 84 hours if you do the math, right? Like 84 hours back for her to focus on her business. Very exciting. So we, we help shift your business so you can scale it and grow it into the next level. And we do have clients internationally. So if you're not in the US, that's fine. You can still come and play with us and we would love to have you do that. And you can go to salescoachnow.com forward slash apply, send us your information and we'll get to the next step in the details. All right. So many, so many things. So I just got back from visiting our vacation home, visiting, staying at our home in Florida. And I was really reminded of the process that I go through to manifest and that I've used for years and just all the things that I've manifested. And I just was, I was thinking as I was floating around in the pool, I'm like, I want to talk about this on the show because so many people have emailed me about it or asked me about it. And it's the same process that I went through when we manifested our lake home here in Minnesota. And as I look out, I'm in my home office, I'm looking out at our lake and you know, this, this was a, a very much an intentional process of creating, when I say we, our process, my husband, Tim and I, creating the life that we have been dreaming of. And if you've been hanging out with me for a while, you know that real estate wise, you know, we had built a really strong portfolio of real estate. And then the crash happened in 2008-ish, 2007, six, whatever, as things started to fall apart. And I share that with you because we, we had it, like we had amazing real estate. We had income real estate. We had million dollars in equity. Like, you know, we thought we were done and, um, being in the part of California we were, it was like overnight, everything just collapsed. And I share that with you because, you know, it was a very challenging time. And I really held on to the law of polarity. Like if you think about the laws of the universe, one of the laws of the universe is the law of polarity, which means, you know, for every, for everything, there is an opposite. 
And at that time when, you know, we lost so much money in real estate and lost so much real estate, I kept thinking the opposite of that must be true. There's another side to this. Like we're going to get back to that point. And there was a moment when my husband and I, we had that conversation because here's the thing, you know, we're coming out of COVID as I record this. And I know it's been a difficult and challenging financial time for so many. And I want to assure you that the opposite is also true. And I remember that moment for us when we looked at each other and we said, wow, this is like, this is going to be bad. <laughs> this is going to be a bad trip financially for us. Like it is, we're going to lose a lot of money. Um, we're going to live very frugally for a couple of years. We didn't know how long it was going to take, but we wanted to pay our investors back. And so we lived off literally like it felt like ramen noodles and I didn't buy any new anything. And we just squeaked by. But there was a moment when we made a decision and we decided that not only were we going to dig out of what had happened in the crash, we were going to come back stronger than ever. And the reason I start there is because as I share the manifestation process of some of the real estate we've gotten recently, it's not without having lived through some very tough real estate challenges. It's not without having learned some really powerful lessons about money and real estate and beliefs and what's possible. And, and I'm just scratching the surface, right? Like there's so many of you who probably have amazing real estate portfolios and incredible businesses and others of you who are wanting to grow it. So I'm only sharing from, from my, like my challenges and, and what I created next. Coming back to the dream of real estate wasn't easy in the beginning. You know, like I said, my husband and I, we made the decision, like we would come back and we decided before we moved back in Cal from California to Minnesota. So we moved to Minnesota in 2014. And before we moved back, we made the decision, like, we're going to move back to Minnesota. We're going to live on the water. There's a lot of lakes in Minnesota, but there's not a ton of lakes in the Twin Cities. And we wanted to be close. We had a lot of criteria. We wanted to be close to the airport. We wanted to be close to Mall of America. So we'd have somewhere to go in the wintertime, right, with our little one. And, you know, we had all these things that we wanted to have. And I just didn't think, like, there was a part of me that really doubted, you know, that thought, I don't think this property exists. Like, I don't know that this property exists. So anyway, we bought a house in a suburb that wasn't on the water. Like we just bought a house and we're like, we're just going to get back into the real estate game. So it was a four bedroom home and it was fine and it met our needs and it wasn't anything that would just blow you away, but it was good, right? It was a solid home. We bought it. We, the fact that we could buy real estate again was exciting. And it felt like an accomplishment just to be back in a home. And if you've ever got, if you went through the crash, you know what I'm talking about. And if you've ever struggled in real estate, you know, so we're back in the game and here's what's, here's where it starts to get interesting. So I'm going to talk about first the lake home, and then I'll talk about the, um, the vacation home in Florida, but it was first about the belief. And it's the reason I wrote the book, the belief zone, because coming out of California and the crash, we had a lot of limiting beliefs about whether or not we'd ever own a home again whether we'd ever own real estate again, period. We still did have some real estate that survived the crash and we still have some of that, including a piece of land. And so that, like, that gave me hope that, that it was possible that we would get back and that we, you know, it would be, um, it would be profitable again for us. But that was really the first step. And so there's seven steps that I want to take you through and explain how, how I utilize these steps and how they show up for me. The, the place to start though, is to begin by looking at 
the comfort zone that you're living in right now. Because without starting to move out of your comfort zone, it's very hard to step into what I call a belief zone, right? A new belief zone where in that belief zone, you believe that whatever you want is possible. So first is to challenge yourself. Like look at where in your life or your business you're really comfortable now. Where are you so comfortable that you're not really challenging yourself? You kind of feel stagnant. You just start to notice that because when you want to manifest something, you first have to acknowledge where you are. Like, where am I living? How comfortable am I? And when I say comfortable, comfortable can be uncomfortable because it can be like, yeah, I'm comfortable, but that's not where I want to be. It's not where I want my business to be. It's not where I want my life to be. So you start to stretch out of that and start to get uncomfortable. And I can share, like for me, it shows up in many places, like visibility, um, speaking on stages, like all of those things at one time that things that seem more natural now were so outside of my comfort zone, so outside of my belief zone that I deserve to be there, that I was worth it, that I had something to offer. Oh, like I could go on and on. All that to say, like, wherever you are is fine. Just acknowledge it. Just acknowledge, here's where I'm comfortable. Because once you know that, once you know where you are, you can start to say to yourself, okay, here's where I am and this is where I wanna go next. And so for us, it was like, you know, we had this house, this other house, and it was fine, but it wasn't where we were gonna stay. We knew that. We knew that there was a lake home that was calling us. We didn't know where it was, et cetera. Here's how the universe works. So one day, my husband and I were out for a drive, which we did a lot. I think Luca was like three then, our son was three. So we did a lot of driving, right? He was napping or whatever, and we just need to get out of the house. And we, we drove down the street and all of a sudden we're like, is that a lake? <laughs> hey, there's a lake right there. And we realized that there was a lake literally four blocks from our house kind of hidden and we just didn't we hadn't driven around a lot we didn't really know how big the lake was or whatever at first we thought it was just a little pond then we realized it was lake kind of rolled around um, in a much wider way than we thought and we drove around the lake and then we drove back into this cul-de-sac which we didn't even know existed we drove to the end of the cul-de-sac and um, there weren't any houses for sale at that time so we just turned around and we went back and there was this house that we really liked. It was like, oh my gosh, if this house ever came on the market, we'd buy it. So I took a picture of the house and I kept it on my phone. I just kept looking at it, kept thinking about it. We'd drive around and houses just never seemed to go for sale on that lake. They just didn't. And so one day we were out driving again and we drove down that cul-de-sac again. And all of a sudden, one of the houses on the cul-de-sac was for sale. And I looked up the price and I thought, wow, it seemed really low. <laughs> Coming out of California, Everything, everything seemed a little bit low, right? I thought, I'm just going to call on it. So we called on it. There were already multiple offers on it. This was in 2014 where things really took off, but there were already multiple offers on it. But the agent, um, the agent said, you know, put an offer on it. And the regular agent was out of town. So a different agent came and showed it to us and he became our agent. He was representing us and he's like, just put an offer on it. And he kind of gave us some guidance and we put an offer on it and we got it. And so many good things that happened in that. I mean, we got it at an amazing price. We got new things included, like all the things we wanted. Now it needed renovation, which is one of the reasons it was a lower price, but Tim and I were up for that. We were up for the renovation. And in fact, we were excited about it because we knew, we knew we could make it exactly what we wanted, which we blended the house. If you, you know, when you come inside our house, it's a blend of California and Minnesota. And we just, just loved like what we created. It's got, like, I keep looking out. We just got this cool view. What's interesting is we don't have a big backyard. We're, like, on the lake. And for some people, they're like, why would you want that? Like, you have no backyard. I'm like, 
our backyard is our lake, you know? So it's like, it almost feels like a houseboat when you're sitting here. And I just, I love being on the water. I know I have to be, it's just for my own well-being. Taking a step back though, I'm going to take you through the process. The first step was again, to move out of our comfort zone. It would have been safe. Like we didn't pay very much for that first house we bought in Minnesota. It would have been safer just to stay there, safer financially, like all the things. So it was a stretch to move out and have to renovate a house and all the things that come with that. But I moved, we moved into a belief zone that, that was possible. And we clarified. So step number one, we clarified exactly what we wanted. We wrote it down. We wanted to be on a lake. You know, we wanted to pay this much. We wanted to have these amenities, this kind of stuff. And we knew there were other things that we could add that we wanted. Step, step number two was to write it down. So we wrote, like I wrote down exactly what we wanted in this house. And then I took the picture. In addition to writing, I always like to have a photo representation. People call it a vision board. I find that when I have too much on a vision board, it gets confusing and overwhelming. So one picture on my phone often is like what I will focus on when this is the next thing I'm going to manifest. And I think that's one of the things that makes my, my process, the process that I use really powerful is it's very focused. And in my other book, One Great Goal, I talk about the power of that, like having that one main goal at a time to really focus on. At that time, like finding the house was, it was that main goal. So we wrote it down. Once you're clear on what you want and you've written it down and maybe you have a photo representation of it, some kind of representation, you start to get into sync. And what I mean by that is you're all in You've made the decision, right? That's all about clarity and writing it down. You made the decision. The root of the word decide means to close the door on everything else. So I made the decision. I'm all in. This is happening, right? I am, I'm moving forward with this. It's going to happen. Like I'm all in. You get into sync because then you start to see the evidence of what you want showing up and synchronicity starts to happen. Synchronicity, according to Carl Jung, means a meaningful coincidence, right? And so other like other things like we were drawn that day to drive down to the end of the cul-de-sac we were drawn and then once i saw the sign i called on it right away like this the synchronicities kept happening the agent wasn't in town but another agent was ready he showed it to us right away like we we started to move and step number four is to shift and this is interesting because once the property showed up, like we freaked out a little bit. Like we were like, oh gosh, like, are we willing to take on a renovation? Like what's that gonna cost? Not only financially, but like time-wise, emotionally, all of those things, like are we willing to take that on? And so you have to keep shifting those limiting beliefs, right? Or those doubts or those fears because they're going to come up. And I'll tell you, this is where most of us stop. When we hit a wall, a doubt, a fear, or a limiting belief, this is where so often we stop. And it's the exact place you have to recognize that you're stopping and you have to keep moving and you have to keep shifting. So we made, we made the shifts that we needed to make so we could keep going. And the fifth step is to act. Now there was a little bit of action before that, right? There was a little bit of like some steps that we had to take, but to me that kind of comes in writing it down and the synchronicities and following that. There's some, some little bit of action. Step four, you know, is to shift those limiting beliefs. And then step five is to act. Like this is where, this is where it's like go time and you start to create that momentum that you desire. And so in terms of the house that we're in now, like the action was making the offer. 
And then the action, the next action was doing the inspection. The next action was things were kind of wonky for a while, which happens. And there were things about the house that ooh, were like, well, oh, we need to shift that. And I wouldn't pay that much for that. And the process of negotiation was pretty intense. And then even after we bought it, there were like, we were finished, like we were in contract and there were some things that came up where some people probably would have walked away. We had enough real estate experience and we knew we could handle it and we kept going, but that's where you got to act. That's where the momentum, when people talk about action, it's not just like, oh, I'm going to take baby steps. It's like full board, all in, what do I got to do to make this happen? Now, the what do I have to do to make this happen is in alignment with the universe, with God, with your higher power. Like it's, it's inspired action, right? It's not just like throwing spaghetti against the wall. It's like, what do I feel called to do next? What's that clear next step that's showing up in front of me? Because that's the action that I'm being pulled to, okay? And I believe in big action. I believe big action is big steps. It's big, big results. And there's so many ways that big action can show up. So you want to pay attention to like, what is that big action that I'm being called to take next? Most of the time, it's out of your comfort zone and it's in a new belief zone, but you got to do it. So notice what that pull is for you, okay? Now, take all the actions that you need. And a lot of times there's like a pause. It's like a pause in the actions, like a pause in a movie, right? Like it's a pause and you go, what's happening? Because it'll feel like absolutely nothing is happening. And that's when more doubt and fear can start to show up. And a lot of times that's when people will stop. Instead, you have to move into faith and into knowing and expecting. So step number six is no matter what, like if this is what you're creating and you know you're called to create or you know you're called to have this house or whatever it is, you have to step into step number six, which is just know it. Just know that this is it. There is a way. One of my coaches always says this to me. She's like, there's always a way. There's always a way. There's always a way. There's always a way. And it has stuck in my head. So I just knew, I knew, I just had a knowing we were supposed to have this house. When you have that knowing, right, whether it's a house or a business or a child that's coming into your life, when you have that knowing, that heart-centered knowing, you got to stay in that. You have to stay in the energy of knowing and expectation. Now, there's a subtle difference between knowing and trusting in faith that it's going to come through to forcing. And forcing just feels icky. Forcing feels like hard work, pushing boulders up hills. It just feels heavy. Knowing is about a feeling of kind of like feeling of receiving. It's coming. It feels light. I can tell you that when I'm in the knowing, it's not easy, but it is the place of greatest manifestation because it gets me out of the way. And there are many times I've had to say a prayer, please, Lord, please, God, just get me out of the way, get me out of the way. So whatever is going to come through in the highest and best good for all will come through, move me out of the way. And while that sounds easy, it can be a hard thing to do. And yet when you do it, you know it. And that that is when creation happens. That is when things start to show up. Step number seven is create. And creating from this place of divine inspiration is so much more fun than forcing things to happen. And it's this lightness, it's this beautiful energy that you can feel, like you can sense it's just different because you're not forcing things to happen, right? And so that's step number seven is to, to create to create exactly what it is 
you want to create and allow it to come through. So I'm gonna take you through these steps again. Step number one, clarify. You gotta know what you want. Gotta know what you want. Step number two is once you know, write it down. Write it down. I also, we didn't talk a lot about this, but I love to write things as if they've already happened. And you can call that scripting. So working from the end result, like I'm living in this beautiful home with Tim and Luca, it's on the lake, it's, you know, um, it felt, it feels effortless and it's easy. I love looking at the water every day. Like writing as if it's already happened is really powerful. Step number three is once you've made the decision, you start to get into sync. And then you look for the synchronicities and the evidence that things are happening around you. Step number four is shift. You got to shift those doubts, those beliefs, those fears are going to come up. And, and this, the shift thing can come up in many different layers and levels of your manifestation process, but you just have to be, pay attention to that and keep shifting. Step number five is to act. Like when you know it's time, you got to take inspired action. It's like, you can just know it's go time. You get those inspired ideas. You know that it's, that you have to do something next, that you got to take that step forward. Step number six is to be in a place of knowing, that you just know. You know, you trust, you have faith, and you expect whatever you desire is coming your way. You don't have to know how. You don't have to know exactly how it's coming. You don't have to even know, right? But you know that it is. You just know. And the more you can get out of the way, the easier it is. And finally, step number seven, create. That's when you move into that, like you are creating, and it comes into manifestation. Here it is. Now, the Florida vacation home. So Tim and I have talked about it for a long time. We wanted to have a second home in Florida. It was another decision we made before we moved back to Minnesota. We said, it'll be awesome to be on a lake in Minnesota and eventually we'll have a home in Florida. And this took some years, you know, and some and clarity and a lot of things falling into place and our son getting older so he could travel more. It's a lot of things that, that had to come into place first. But we, we got clear on what we wanted. We made the decision. I wrote it down. I wrote, <laughs> if you haven't read my book, One Great Goal, then you don't know that when I write something down, I put check boxes in front of it. I also talk about that in the belief zone, like put check boxes in front of what you want. Because when you write your goals down with check boxes, it's like those check boxes tell the goal that it's going to happen. I'm going to check it off, right? That's what we do when we write a task list. When we write a task list, we put check boxes in front of it. We check those things off. So do the same thing with your goals because it tells your subconscious that you already know it's going to happen. So often when we write our, our goals down, we number them or we put bullet points in front of them, but it doesn't tell your subconscious that's going to happen. Often it tells your subconscious that the goals have to happen in a certain order. And when they don't, it's very frustrating. So put check boxes in front, check them off as you go. All right. So I wrote, I've written the goal down, the Florida goal many times. And then, you know, during the year, the, the year of the pandemic, there was just a lot of time to think about what we wanted. And Tim and I were like, wow, we wish we had a home in Florida right now, right? So we could be quarantining there instead of in the cold north. And that's what really spurred it. And then we were like, we got, we got recommitted to it. We're like, you know what, let's just do it. Let's just figure it out. Let's just going to figure itself out. So I was, we were clear on what we wanted. I wrote it down and then synchronicity started to happen. We started to get into sync. In fact, uh, my friend Jill McDamee, who we're going to have on the show soon, posted on Facebook that she had just um, purchased her own home in Florida, her second home. And I was like, oh, hello, like this is it. And she was going to make it into an Airbnb. And that was the second part of what we talked about. It was like, we eventually wanted it to be an Airbnb. So I saw that. So I reached out to Jill, right? Now I'm in mass. Now, now I'm getting into um, 
the synchronicity. So I reached out to Jill. I took an action. She replied back. She said, I'd be happy to, you know, connect you with our realtor, which is awesome. Then the doubt and fear started to come up. It's like, oh my gosh, like, can we roll with this right now? Is this the right timing? We've got a lot going on with Luca's schedule. Like, where's the money going to come from? What kind of a down payment? Like, what's this going to look like? All the stuff, right? Shifted all those limiting beliefs. I just let them go. I'm like, you know what? I feel like I just have this knowing that we're supposed to have the second home now. Let it go. Then I moved into massive action. Called the, the agent that Jill, who Jill had connected us with, reached out to him. And we connected. And immediately he put me in the portal. I started to get properties. I looked through probably 200 properties and narrowed it down to my top four. And one just kept standing out. It kept standing out. It was fully furnished. It was ready to go. It was everything we wanted. There were no houses around it. Like it couldn't have been better. It was already an Airbnb. It was already set up. Like it just got better and better. Now, there were two other offers on it. We were the third offer. And we put a good offer in. It was a good offer. I don't know if it was the best, best, best offer, but we had a lot. We were qualified. We had experience in real estate. Like there was a lot that our realtor, Andy, talked about and really helped us solidify our position. And they accepted our offer very quickly. Then things got really dicey and interesting because the appraisal didn't come in where we needed to. Like a lot of things happened. And so we had to go back to the drawing board. We had to do a whole bunch of negotiation. And there were moments where we're like, you know, are we, you know, we're doubt, fear came in. It's like, are we supposed to have this property? Is this going to work out? And I just said, you know what? We have to shift and let it go. I just knew. I knew. I told my husband, I just know. I just know this is our house. Just know it, right? That's when you get into the knowing and expectation. And we just let it go. We said, if not this house, probably another one. But I just had a knowing it was this one. And then it closed. And here we are. And it's been, it's been a fun journey. Of course, there's been some stressors. And like whenever you have a new property and you don't live there, like it's very interesting. But the right team of people showed up to support us there. So many great things have come together and we've learned so much about having that. And, you know, we, we created it. And so I hope this, this manifestation process helped you remember whatever you want to create, whether it's a second home, your first home, a revenue goal in your business, um, you know, an, a book, a podcast, whatever your desires are right now, take yourself through this process. Number one, clarify what you want. Number two, write it down and make a decision that you're all in. Number three, get into sync, right? Watch for the synchronicity, watch for the evidence, watch for where you're being led in the next steps. Step number four, again, shift your limiting beliefs that are coming up, let them go, let the fears, the beliefs go. Step number five, get into action. Take the massive action that's calling you. Step number six, step into knowing, knowing, expecting, having faith that this is for you. And then finally, create it. Watch it come into creation. You got to stick with it. That's that last part where you really stick with it to that last part of making it happen. Awesome. Well, thanks for taking this journey on the belief zone and how we manifested, how we manifested a vacation home and just my manifestation process in general. I hope that was really helpful for you. If it was, leave us a review, go to iTunes or wherever you're listening, leave us a review or email us at contact at salescoachnow.com. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to know what you're up to or anything that's helping you right now. Finally, come and play with us. Go to salescoachnow.com forward slash apply and um, let us know. Let us know how we can support you at the next 2X intensive. Once you fill out the application, we send you all the details. All right, everybody, that's it for now. I just want to wish you an incredible month and your best year yet. We'll see you soon. 
Thank you for joining us today. And if you are ready to make your next quantum leap, let's do it. Ursula invites you to join us at the 2X Intensive. Go to salescoachnow.com slash apply. Don't forget to leave us a review on your favorite podcast app.